DJ Valentino here with Nathan from Microwave. How you doing today? Doing good. Awesome, awesome. So yesterday you just released an incredible album called Death is a Warm Blanket. How do you feel? I feel good. We, we've, been wor we, we've been working on it for a long, long time. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy that it's actually, <laughs> it's weird that it just came out to me just because we've, yeah, I don't know. You know, you, you, you turn something into a label like a few months before it comes out and stuff and you're working on it for months before that. And, uh, so it's like, yeah, I've already, I've already heard all the songs like 2,000 times at this point. Probably way more than that, honestly. I don't know. Is it surreal to know that now all your friends have those songs as well? Is that kind of a weird feeling? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, Especially, I feel like this, this album, uh, it was really weird trying to choose singles for it because it, it, it isn't really like a singles album. There isn't like really obvious like uh, songs that were meant to be like the banger track or whatever. They're all just kind of weird and different. So uh, I, I'm glad. I, I've already noticed like from seeing people's response that there's there, there isn't any one song that anyone seems to be claiming is their favorite, which is cool. <laughs> now, is that tough to like when you're like weeding out singles for the album? Which songs you're gonna drop first or second? If you kind of have an al album that is so cohesive, which is a great thing, is that tough to choose singles? Um, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think that I mean the the label and our manager helped uh, a lot. We, I mean, we we sort of. Uh, uh, also had sort of vetoes on what, well, actually I don't know, we ended up pretty much doing exactly what they recommended for singles, but uh, it was just a weird, we, we could have taken it in a more like, there was like heavier songs and there's like weirder songs, like my favorite song on the record is probably Hate TKO, and it's like a, a weirder song, it's like if you put that out as a single first or something, people would be like, what the f is <laughs> So now, this album is a very dark record. You know, even the title, Death is a Warm Blanket, like, yeah. the themes are very dark and ominous. Was that, um, describe that mindset going into writing the record. Uh, well, we, we were, I, I wrote the record, most of the lyrics, especially for the record, were written uh, while we were on tour over the last, like, three years. And it's been, like, a, a particularly, uh, like, around the time that we put out Much Love, I started dislocating my shoulder and uh, had a, I had to have shoulder surgery, like, probably like five months after the album came out or whatever. And it was a few month recovery and stuff and I couldn't work, I didn't have any money. I just put a bunch of stuff on a credit card and uh, Music Cares ended up helping me pay for it, but I would have just been kind of uh, out of luck or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, and, and then while I was recovering from that, I had a bunch of other, started having like sinus issues and getting sick all the time and stuff. And I think I was just drinking too much and my immune system was a little bit, uh, <laughs> so I was just generally uh, falling apart. <laughs> I started, I, yeah, I like gave myself whiplash because after wearing like the shoulder sling and then banging my head because I had had bad posture after my shoulder surgery because when you have your arm in a sling, it's kind of, I uh, just like a bunch of things back to, I started getting vertigo when I got really hot, like I would, like my head just spins. It stopped happening. I started at, since then, in the last year or so, I started exercising and my health has improved. <laughs> but I was uh, not treating myself well and just kind of got a bad, rolled the dice bad for a couple of years. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Now, when you went to do these live shows and you had all these like complications, even after you've recovered, everything's still tender, I'm sure. Was it tough to like give it your all on stage? Yeah, we actually went to, uh, we, we went on tour in, in the UK and Europe with Real Friends and Can't Swim. 
like a month after I had my shoulder surgery and my I still had like a little uh, chicken arm and stuff because my, my, my one arm was like way smaller than the other one because I couldn't I literally couldn't move it for like a month or whatever and you're you're that was a what's the word oh um atrophy yes, pretty atrophy. pretty pretty uh pretty quick but uh and, and i fell at one point while i was on that tour i fell while we were on stage and slammed my shoulder on the ground i was all, all anxious as hell that i uh had like re-injured it or whatever because i wouldn't be able to pay for it oh, yeah. so yeah no we I, we kept touring through we, we we never like put anything on hold we just kept there was when we toured with the, 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 the dangerous summer tour i had a uh sinus infection for over a month and I like bruised ribs and it was awful. I'm so sorry. I, you guys are absolutely troopers. I can't even imagine. I was just kind of, uh, I guess the mind state when we were, when I was working on lyrics and, or just when we were working on the record in general was uh, pretty like, uh, this is not sustainable. We don't make any money. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, I, I turned 26, lost my health insurance. I was like the same time right after Much Love and uh, I was like, I need health insurance because I'm a, uh, an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, yeah, that, that sounds really rough. But you guys are doing a tour with Boston Manor coming up. I have to talk about that. That's going to be one of the most awesome tours. Um, how are you feeling about that tour? I'm stoked. We, we toured with Boston Manor a few times now. Um, first time we met them was at Warp Tour. The year they played the full sale stage with uh, it was a 2016. Dude, 17, it's weird. Yeah. 17, 17. I saw them, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like every, all the bands on the full sale stage hung out, and we were sharing a wagon with Knock Loose, so we ended up hanging out with everyone too. And they're all they're they're just they're sick. They're a great band. Yeah. And we toured with them uh, in the UK too, but they're they're like good friends of ours now. They're just. Uh, this same kind of dudes. If we lived in the same town, I'm sure we'd hang out regularly. That's so awesome. And it's almost fitting in a way because, again, like your record, you've gone through so much pain these past few years, and their record is also really, really dark, and I think the two will really contrast each other well live, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. That's going to be so cool. I think cool. we're probably in the same genre of music, where adult, mid-tempo, contemporary, alternative, uh, you know, rock. Yeah. <laughs> and now you guys have a tour with Tiny Moving Parts, across the UK, which is awesome in and of itself. That's like so cool. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Uh, we're, we're, we, that's another band that we've toured with, I think three times, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're, we're same thing. We're really good friends with them. It's always sick to do tours with bands that you're just like boys with, yeah. or you know, friends with. Uh, like Can't Swim, we've toured with like five times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. We're all, yeah, similar, like, age range, similar musical influences, similar, like, if we went to high school together, we would have been hanging out kind of thing, you know? <laughs> That's actually a perfect segue to my next question, where you guys have toured with, like, pop punk, emo, rock, like, juggernauts, like, great, great bands. What do you think is your favorite band that you've toured with or the best tour experience you've had? Oof. Uh, it's it's such a that's such a weird question because every tour is so different like it's like every tour is so so different uh, with like the dynamic like the social dynamic and everything uh, Jimmy world was really cool though that's probably uh, uh, I'd probably say Jimmy world and they, they treated us real well too but but uh, I mean yeah it's a di it's just a different vibe because we they when you, that those are like big 
big ass shows and uh, like a, a huge uh, legendary rock band at this point yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, right. which is cool and we have like sick ass uh, like they fill our rider and give us you know great where they take really good care of you and everything but small club tours are also uh, really fun. I think our, our small, the tour we did last August with Can't Swim and Drug Church, it was like a co-headliner with us in Can't Swim, was one of the most fun. So it was when we went with Bliss, which are both from Atlanta. Uh, some of the small club tours like that are maybe the most fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but but the, the other ones are really cool, like, yeah, the Jimmy World and Ocean City Soundtrack yeah, we toured yeah. with once. Those are just bands that I've loved since I was like 12, so. Ocean City is doing their reunion tour, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, definitely a really cool feeling. Yeah. And like you guys have been in the music industry for a while now. What is your like the your favorite thing? The thing that gives you the most like like pleasure and it's just awesome in the music industry. And what frustrates you the most about the music industry, just as a whole, anything? Um. The thing that gives I should do the pleasure one first, huh? Uh. I just love music. I love the way it sounds and stuff, and I love uh, watching people play music live and everything. And I love just being a part of that. Um, uh, so, like, just being around that is my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, I guess probably my least favorite thing would be some of the like, social dynamics with uh, people talking shit to each other and everything, <laughs> or like. Uh, it seems to be, especially in the last like few years, with like a uh, Trump America or whatever, like increasingly polarized, uh, uh, sort of everyone, uh, uh, people just kind of hate each other. <laughs> You're right. I feel like, like everyone fucking hates each other right now, which is, uh, and you you definitely are like uh, just being, uh, uh, being like a moderate, uh, sort of politically, and being in like the music realm and stuff. You get caught in the caught in the middle of people arguing a lot and uh, like I, I just like don't want to have anything to do with with uh, social social politics or any other type of social dynamic thing I just like music you know so I yeah you, you get kind of sucked into things like people people want you to have like an agenda and all this shit. and I'm just like I'm just trying to like make shit feels good you know <laughs> no I totally agree I think especially in the rock scene there's so much like beef here and beef there it's crazy yeah. So now, I got one more question for you, and I have asked this question to every single artist I've ever interviewed, and I've never gotten the same answer twice, and it never ceases to make me laugh. It's a comedy question, it's not serious at all, but it's <laughs> it's very funny. Um, what do you think the worst name to name a child is? If I were to just give you a baby right now, what's the worst name you could name that baby? Oh man, let me think about this. It's a tough one, it's a tough one. Uh. Is it a boy or a girl? I guess. Either or, either or. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's a really good question. The absolute worst name to name a baby. Yeah. Probably John. John, yeah, it's generic. Yeah. Because you're just gonna get confused. You gotta get that search engine optimization stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of Johns at this point. Yeah. Again, I've never gotten the same answer twice. So that's <laughs> so funny. I love it. I love it. I like really unique names. You know. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. I, I'm trying to. One's not coming to mind now. My, my old roommate's name was Princess. That was pretty sick. Oh wow, that is cool. I never heard that before. Her birth name, yeah. It's yeah. pretty dope. 
That's cool. That's got to be like just a fun <laughs> name. They never forget like you. A dog or a cat name too, like a pet name. But Here, princess. I think naming your kid a pet name is honestly a power move, though, because like that it's so endearing. People yeah. love their pets with their pet names. You know, what if you named your son like Jaws? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be sick. I always thought if I ever have a kid, I want to name it Toaster, because it's just such a weird, you know, <laughs> a weird interview. Oh, As a member yeah. of Microwave, I can uh, I can uh, relate to wanting to name things after appliances for sure. Yeah. Speaking of which, I actually just remember this. I have to ask you this: if you could get like a microwave band styled microwave, like it has your logo on, it's your band, it's an actual microwave, would you do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to at one point because uh, what's the company? There's a company that sells Target microwaves from Toronto, Canada. Danby, I think. Yeah. They hit us up. They were wanting to do some like wrapper of a van and like some vinyl or something for Danby microwaves, and we were all about it, but we lost email connection. So Danby, Danby, if you're out there, uh, if you hear this, please reach out to us again because we will wrap our van in your advertisements. As a fan, I can comfortably say I will buy a microwave microwave in a heartbeat. It won't even be a question. It'll be the first thing I purchase. Oh, hell yeah. We should, yeah, we should for sure do that. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, we should definitely have microwaves. I don't. Know how to make it happen, but <laughs> I hope someone who does know how to make it happen uh, enlightens us. I, I love to just like, see like a really emo microwave, you know, it just says death is a warm blanket. Yes, you guys are eating your food, you know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Alright, <laughs> well thank you so much for talking with us today. This is really awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. We can't wait to see you live again. There's going to be a crazy show, Riot Fest. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. Nice to meet you.